We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Bardwell. To hear more, please use our media player at PCAChurch.com and join us every Sunday at 1030 at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City. Now join us for the following message. Speaker talk about music. Friday night he reads a psalm. He talks about music. Saturday morning he preaches. He's preaching on the Holy Spirit. I think that's what I'm doing. I'm preaching on Sunday morning about the Psalms, Wednesday night about the Holy Spirit. So I think God's trying to get a message to the church. I talked about how the Psalms are not about style. We get hung up on style so much in church. But it's not about style. It's about substance. It's not about lights and fog and all those other things. It's about substance. And God saved 150 songs. He didn't save the melodies and how it was played and the notes and all that, but he saved the words because that's what's important. Now, all of us love music. I've, I've talked about it for several weeks now, and, and certain songs can transport you in a moment to places. And, and I've got a song for you this morning that I'm going to transport you to a place a little bit later. But if you have your Bibles, I want you to, to take and look at song number one. Today's the song for tomorrow. We talked about yesterday, David had his problems, he, he confessed them to God, his yesterday was forgiven, he was now able to live life. Last week I talked about today and how the enemy comes and David was surrounded by the foe, there were tens of thousands of them and he was down, he said they're, they're saying I'm not going to be delivered. But then all of a sudden the song started to rise up in his heart and he started to pray and started to get aggressive and he said God knock out their teeth and, and it was awesome man, it was great. But we got to have a song that gets us ready for tomorrow. What happens tomorrow? we got to have a song for that. Psalm chapter 1 verse 1 says this. Blessed. Everybody say blessed. Yes. Blessed is the one who does not. This is important. Does not walk in step with the wicked. Again, it's kind of a, a dancing term. We don't want to walk in step with the wicked. We don't want to you know, be doing what they're doing. Nor do we want to stand in the way that sinners take. So we don't walk and we don't stand the way they do. And we do not sit in the company of mockers. So this has to do with our walk, our stand, and where we sit down. And it says this, blessed is the one. How many of you want to be happy? That's what that word in the Hebrew means. If you want to be happy... Then follow this formula. I want to be happy tomorrow as well as today. Don't you? But what tomorrow's going to bring is what I sow today. I'm going to reap tomorrow. So I can't live one way and expect to have a different result. If I want to be happy tomorrow, then today I've got to be careful where I'm sitting, where I'm standing, and where I'm walking. We've got to be careful. Uh, Psalm 35, 27 says... May those who delight in my vindication shout for joy and gladness. May they always say, the Lord be exalted who delights in the well-being of his servants. God loves you. He delights in your well-being. And so when God is God, we should shout for joy, right? Amen. We should shout. 3 John chapter 1, verse 2 says, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health. And that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. That soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. How many of you know we are not made to do things? We're going to choose what we're going to do. 
I can find time to do what I want to do. I can find a way to pay for what I want to do. I'll find the money somewhere. And you know what? I will find the energy to do what I want to do. God wants all of us to be successful. That word success is a very abused word. But, uh, it, you know, success is relative. I have found the more successful you are, the more relatives you have. Everybody has a different definition of success. And it gets abused. And, and today I want to talk about a song for tomorrow. So the first thing, if you want to be happy tomorrow, then today you need to stay away from bad company. Where you walk, where you sit, where you stand, it matters tomorrow as well as today. Look at Psalm chapter 1 verse 1. It says, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. There's three types of, of people who, who don't follow God. The first type of people is the wicked. These are the ungodly people. These are people who have no room for God. They're not anti-God. They just don't have any room for God. They may even believe in God. I've had people tell me, oh, I believe in God. I just don't have time for God. Well, even the devils believe in God, right? They say even the devils know that he's real and they tremble at his name. Just because you believe in God does not make you a Christ follower. The demons believe in God. They know Him. They see Him. They, they see His activities. But they're not Christ followers. People who are ungodly just go, I don't have room. James said it this way. You say you believe in God. But even demons tremble and shake at the name of Jesus. And some people, you say the name of Jesus, they just stand there and bow up at you. I just don't have any room for God. So they're the wicked. And then we have sinners. These are people that, that just don't know God. Psalm 30 verse 20 says, This is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and said, I've done nothing wrong. Sinners do that. They live, they sit, they walk, and they say things in a thick stance. Then they go, but I've done nothing wrong. And they stand up in front of God and go, I've done nothing wrong. Why would you be upset with me? These are sinners. They, they don't know. They don't know God. And the third group of people is the mockers. These are people who are unruly people. Proverbs 14, 9 says, Fools mock at making amends for sin, but goodwill is found among the upright. Mockers, the word in the, in the Hebrew means, it means to make a face at. Remember these? You know, to make a face at people? Mock them. I've had people mock me as a Christian. They go, oh, you're a Christian? Yeah, I'm a Christian. Oh, you're a preacher? Oh, that really gets mocked really bad right there. People go, but, but there are people who, who don't understand God. They don't know God. They don't have a relationship. And so the Bible says if you want to have success, if you want to be happy, you've got to stay away from these kinds of people. Now I'm telling you, whenever you start having an amputation of relationships, you've got to fill it up with something else that you appropriate. Whenever you start taking away something out of your life, you've got to fill it up with something else that's good. Whenever we get saved, we, we empty ourselves of the, of the bad spirit of, uh, of the enemy and God fills us with the Holy Spirit. There are, there are people that I can, I can be acquaintances with, but I can't walk with them and I can't take a stand with them and I can't sit down with them because they are not the people that I need to be hanging around with. 
And I, I know, I know we've got this missionary agenda. Well, well, God's called me to the lost, Pastor. You know what I've found? I'm not talking about acquaintances, I'm talking about close friends. I have found through the years of 30 years of research, what I have found is the people who are trying to be godly get filled back up with the ungodly stuff more often than they win the people who are ungodly. Because they want to go party with them. Well, if I party with them on Saturday night, they're going to party with me on Sunday morning. No, they're not. They're just not. But pastor, he is so handsome. And I know, I know, I can get him to fall in love with God. <laughs> Girls, if he's coming to church just for you, his hormones are not in the right place. You're not going to win him over. I'm telling you, not going to happen. I've seen too many good Christian girls. And then the last 10 years, I've seen a lot of good Christian guys. Pastor, I just know that if I can, you know, if we can, if, oh, have you seen her, Pastor? Yeah, she's gorgeous. Oh, yes, she is. Is she a Christian? Well, not yet, but. but. Hey, the Bible says that light and darkness have no relationship with each other. That Christians are not supposed to be uh, uh, yoked with an unbeliever. You know what I liken it to? Trying to put a, 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 a big, strong bull with a donkey. You put a yonkey, a yonkey, you put a donkey with a bull. You can't yoke two different animals together, okay? They don't have the same stride in their step. They don't have the same strength. If you, if you yoke a donkey and a bull together, the bull will kill the donkey. That's why the Bible says don't be unequally yoked because you're both trying to go through life at the same pace, at the same way. And an unbeliever going to be, you know who the unbeliever is, right? I'd like to tell you. If you go into bars to find bulls, all you're going to find at the bar is a donkey. Don't leave. Some people go, Pastor, I, I just know. No, 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 no. Believers yoked with believers. Unbelievers can be yoked with unbelievers because they're going to want to go the same direction, have the same pace, sit the same way, stand the same way, walk the same way. But i got to tell you, if you're a man or woman of God, we are not to be able to have the affiliation of close, close friends to where we go and sit with them and stand with them and walk like they do and talk like they do because we're different. We're bulls. We're not donkeys. We've been saved out of that lifestyle. God has redeemed us, bought us with a price. And now we have a different perspective. Our eyes are lifted up. We're not looking down. We have hope and joy and peace. And I want to be happy. I want to be happy. And this is a song about tomorrow. So you got to stay away from the ungodly, the unruly, the wicked. We're here to reach the lost. But we are in the world, not of it. Three phases of influence. Number one, walk. This is what we believe. How you walk your daily life is how you believe. And listen, we have got to walk with people who believe the same way we do. As Miss Jackie said earlier, life is tough enough walking with other bulls. With other people who will encourage you and, and help you along when you're having a bad day. Life's tough enough when you're walking with people you believe. Our walk is what we believe. Our stand is how we act. Our behavior. Yeah. We should be different acting and have different behavior than the world. The ungodly, the unruly, the wicked. Because we have been redeemed. And then the way we sit is our attitude. 
Let this attitude be in you that was in Christ Jesus, Philippians tells us. So the way we walk, our behavior, our attitude, our, our beliefs, all of these things, this is who we are. This is what we keep in step with. We're yoked with believers. We, we hang out with believers. We're close friends with believers. I have a lot of acquaintances that are non-believers, that are unruly, wicked, and godly. But when I go to hang out, when I go to walk and, and sit and stand, it's not with those people. I walk, I sit, I stand with people who can help build me up. That I can build them up on the most holy faith. That when they're down, I'm up. When I'm down, they're up. And we all make this thing together. We encourage one another the Lord. You get around unbelievers, oh man, that's going to be tough. Well, my husband and I are having, a, having trouble. Well, kick him out.
reads the Bible less than three minutes a week. And then they get up and preach. No wonder we don't have power. You can't get power for less than three minutes a week. You got to study the word. Hide it in your heart that you might not sin against God. Let it become a fire shut up in your bones. Man, I got a good word. This Jackie came and said, Pastor, I got to tell people what happened to me this week. I think it will encourage somebody. Absolutely. This is fresh. This is news. This is what's happening now. You got to study the word of God and know what's right and know what's wrong so you can handle life and be happy. Look at Psalm chapter 1, verse 2. But those whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditate on his law both day and night. In other words, delight. Don't go, i got to read my Bible. <laughs> i got to spend time with sin. She's my wife. Okay, we got one hour to go. Delight. That means enjoy. Find it pleasurable. To meditate upon the word of God. To meditate means to, to get something in your mind and it just keeps going and going and going. Let me tell you what I'm talking about meditate. And meditate means to mutter to oneself. I talked about a little bit, it's not about muttering, but I won't talk about that today. But mutter, get meditating on something. I want, I want to play a song for you. That when I heard it, now my wife loves, she's about to get transported to Disney World. I want to play a song for you that I could not get out of my head for six months. Now I want you to know, I'm playing this, taking a chance it doesn't get stuck again. But you ready? Can you play it? Here we go. Do we not have electricity at all? Yep. We're working on it. Oh, yeah. Sir? It's dead right now, but we're working it's on dead. it. It's dead. Okay. I'll sing it for you. <laughs> hey, I preached without electricity before. It's no big deal. It's a small world. Everybody. It's a small world. It's like 
it's like fresh bread and fresh water to my body. I love to meditate on it day and night. Why? Because it's the law of the Lord. And man, I love God and I love everything about God. Because it's who you are. You can't just separate. Oh, I got to, Sunday morning, I got to go do this. But then the rest of the week, I'm not like that. I go out here and I do this and this and this and this. No, no, no. God says, hey, if you want to be happy, stay away from bad company and study the Word. Know what the Bible says. When you have sickness and disease, know what the Word says. Don't go over here and ask somebody. No, I don't want, your, I don't want what you got. I want what God's got. You have the financial troubles. You got marriage troubles. You got teenagers giving you troubles. If you got teenagers, you got troubles. <laughs> I haven't met one parent that said, I've got, I've got multiple teenagers. I have had not one bit of problem. Never met that parent. If you're here today, please let me know who you are. I want parenting advice from you. Man, we've got to study the Word so we know how to handle these things. So we know how to walk. We know what our behavior is, our attitude is. We know where we're supposed to hang out and people are supposed to hang out with. Why? Because it's who we are. Eagles don't handle, hang around buzzards. Buzzards eat stuff that's dead and rotten and stink. Why do you think there's nothing on their head so it won't get stuck up in there? Eating dead carcasses. Eagles catch things that are alive. I mean, they're soaring up there. There's a fresh trout. Get that thing and take off. Eat good things that's not rotten and stinking and filthy and nasty. No wonder sometimes when you come into church, if you're hanging out with all those kind of people, you got to go, God, renew my mind, wash my mind, cleanse it, white stuff. Because all I've been thinking about some stinky, rotten stuff all week. I've got I to get my mind back on you. i got to have my mind renewed and washed and cleansed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because there's two effects that we need to have, delight and meditate. We've got to. John 3.16. Somebody says, well, I know this verse. Have you ever meditated upon it? For God so loved the world that he gave his one son and only son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Wow. Number three, we've got to stand for what is right. We've got to stand. I'm telling you something. We don't need to trade fish and fish bowls. We need to get new believers and we need to take a stand. Psalm 1.3 says... That person, the person who delights in the Lord, who, who takes pleasure in the Lord, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. How many want to prosper? Raise your hand. I do. I want to prosper in every way. But in order for me to prosper, I've got to be rooted, grounded, planted. So this is your church. You shall not be moved. Well, I don't like the preacher. Don't move. It's your church. I don't like to sing. Don't move. It's your church. Well, I want to go over here because no, you are planted. When you start uprooting yourself, you will start to have leaves that wither and you'll lose fruit. No root, no fruit. We got a lot of Christians running around that they will just, the wind blow. I'm going over here. They have no root system. They go wherever the wind's blowing here and there. Where they don't know where they're going to land. Nowadays, it doesn't even matter what. Oh, I'm going Presbyterian over here. I'm going Methodist. Well, now I'm Catholic. 
Well, now I'm Baptist. Let me go be charismatic. Now I'll be a similar God. Now we'll go back to Presbyterian. What? Get planted. Be a tree. Take a stand for something. Weather the storms. We had a tree when, when I was in college. Everybody gathered around this tree. It was, a, it was a big, beautiful oak tree. And everybody gathered around. They sat there. They did the homework. Boys and girls met there. You know, beat by the tree. And one time it came a big storm. And that, that tree, boom. It was a beautiful tree. But on the inside it was hollow and empty. Who would have ever thought that tree would have blown over? I've seen a lot of Christians that you thought were mighty oaks. Only when something strong comes in their life. They snap and break. Because they're empty on the inside. Listen, we've got to get planted. Bear some fruit. Let your, let your leaves begin to, to green up. And, 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 and Because when trees get transplanted, they go through shock. We don't need shock anymore. We need God. We've got to get planted. We want to be prosperous. Matthew 15, 13. He replied, every plant that my Heavenly Father has not planted will be pulled up by the roots. I want God pulling me up. I want God moving me around. I want God to get me planted. I want to be by the river and bear fruit. And its, and its leaves do not wither. I want to be in good company. I want to stay away from those who are going to bring me down. I want to hang around people that I want to be like tomorrow. I want a song for tomorrow that's not, that says you're going to be happy and blessed. You're going to be prosperous because of what you're doing today. Stand with me. Peace and peace. I've left out about four-fifths of my message today because I want us to have communion. We're going to have that. So I want the musicians and singers to come. God has been powerfully present in this place. Join us anytime at PCAChurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.